1: Hello, my name is Candace King, and right now, I'm in the dirt. Some of you may know me as Caroline Forbes from the television series, The Vampire Diaries. To the baristas of Starbucks, I'm the girl that kind of looks like that girl from The Vampire Diaries. I usually reply with, yes, which prompts them to say, I don't know what that actress's name is, but you sure look a lot like her. Anyway, what's your name for your coffee order? (laughs) Okay, this scenario happens way more often than you'd think, and the absurdity of it always makes me laugh. I loved playing Caroline Forbes. She survived the supernatural town of Mystic Falls over the course of three different shows and 13 years. I loved being a small part of something bigger than myself, that people all over the world still find comfort and entertainment from. Now, for anyone that hasn't seen The Vampire Diaries, on the surface, the series is a love triangle between an orphan teenage girl and two very attractive teenage vampire brothers. I play the blonde friend. In the past I've been asked what it felt like to play a supporting role. You know, the friend, the girlfriend, the love interest on such a popular series as if it was a bad thing. And honestly, it was fantastic. Yeah, I wasn't obligated to attend a bunch of fancy events that the mere thought of caused me social anxiety and still does, by the way. I had a solid, consistent paycheck with spare time to binge watch my favorite shows like Teen Mom 2 and, and Vanderpump Rules. At the height of the series' popularity, I never felt too overwhelmed by the fandom or fame. I was okay to be a part of an ensemble that I wasn't at the forefront of. We can't all be Justin Timberlake or J.C. Chazay. I was happy being Joey Fatone. Showing up on time, loving what I did, and along for the ride to support the bigger cause around me. Supporting was a role I couldn't have been more comfortable in until I got older and found myself playing a supporting role in my personal life as well. I was more comfortable to focus my attention on what was happening to those around me than to question what choices I might need to make for myself. I enjoyed the part of working on a film set that told me how to dress, where to stand, what to say. It's embarrassing to admit, but sometimes I miss that. Sometimes I am still waiting for someone to tell me what the next scene of my life is going to look like and how this storyline is all going to turn out. Now, if they would have told me I'd be waking up at the age of 35 as a single mother to two children, navigating what comes next in my career and trying to learn TikTok, I'd have a lot of questions to ask. Earlier this year, someone asked me to tell them something about just myself, something I love that gets me out of bed in the morning, that doesn't involve my kids, maybe a hobby I enjoy. I, I couldn't answer them. Imagine being 35 and not knowing what gets you out of bed. At the start of the pandemic, there was one day I wanted to get out of bed and go as far from my house as was safe at the time, which in Los Angeles, options were very limited. And my Instagram was just covered with photos of the California super bloom. So I decided to take a break from disinfecting my bananas and Amazon packages. I grabbed my mask and drove out to the antelope valley. The sky was very blue. And the clouds must have also sheltered in place because you just couldn't find any that day. The valleys were painted with bright, happy orange poppies far as the eye could see it made me think of that scene in the wizard of oz when the wicked witch casts an evil spell on a field of red poppies 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 will put them to sleep sleep she sings to dorothy and her friends well i imagined these orange california poppies instead casting a spell to wake me up that moment in time to say I was living in a state of fear is an understatement. Even before the pandemic, I'd found myself frozen in fear for what would come next. Fear for life's big picture, fear for all that felt out of my control. And then I found myself in this moment, awake in a super bloom of California poppies. And I felt at peace. Years later, I want to go back to that feeling. Which led me to wonder, what is the significance of a super bloom? Super blooms are rare. Occurring about once every ten years. They're born from harsh desert landscapes. And they require an unusually rainy winter season. Now the rain must be so abundant and so heavy that it travels deep into the soil matrix to reach dormant seeds. And these seeds must lie in the dirt for several months, fighting off invasive grasses while slowly beginning the process of sprouting roots. Until one day, all of the work these seeds have done underground All of the rainstorms that they've endured will have been worth it. The warmth of the spring sun will beckon, and all at once, an unexplainable botanical phenomenon will break through and super bloom. Looking at my life right now, I can say with confidence I am deep in the soil matrix. Yeah, I'm in the dirt, folks. And not the organic, whole foods, store-bought kind. I'm out here fighting off invasive grasses. I'm worried of being washed away by the incessant rain clouds hanging over me. I'm scared that if I don't pay attention to the emotional nutrients I need right now, I'm never going to bloom. I'll remain in the dirt unseen. And I don't want to miss out on my own super bloom. That's why on this podcast, I want to sit down and speak with others who've grown in their own lives, who've come out the other side of their stormy weather, who's persevered and playing the leading role of their own lives. People who know exactly what gets them out of bed in the morning. I want to speak with guests who have created and lived through their own super blooms so that I can be inspired to continue taking the steps to grow into mine. So, please join me in the dirt every Thursday for a new episode of a Super Boom podcast. Let's grow together. This has been a Super Boom podcast hosted by me, Candace King, produced by Melissa D. Mons and Diamond and Print Productions, post production sound by Chris Henry, and advertisement partnerships with ACAST.